It's not fair. Revenge was within my grasp. I was so close. Hmm? Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out. Shout out! Hey yo! What a maneuver! Bye bye yo! Bye bye yo! Are you kidding me? The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again to an episode of Marks and Mikes. You already know who it is by the sound of my voice. It's your boy, Mr. Six Foot Nine. JT, back in this piece once again. And, of course, it is a Thursday. And like on every single Thursday, we definitely try to release y'all with an exclusive interview, whether that be someone from yesteryears, past legends, people in, in social media, models, authors, independent wrestlers you know we touch it all on this show but before we get started and get any further i gotta thank you for tuning in of course to last week's episode one of our recap shows and also tuning in to the last interview that came out make sure you are definitely listening to us on all the podcast apps that we are available at which should be everywhere but i'll list some on for you of course apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify tune in stitcher breaker radio public podbean amazon music did i say iheart radio listen you get the drift we are everywhere that podcasts are available right and of course follow us on social media it is the name of the show um which if you're listening to this i should not have to tell you how to spell it but you know follow us on twitter ig the book of faces youtube it's all the same marks with mics at marks with mics but damn that was a mouthful it's time to jump right into this interview so this young man this individual um i got the chance to meet him face to face not too long ago at of course ohio wrestling alliance choose your champion um event which was a four show um event across iwtv make sure you go to iwtv download the app use the promo code owa and go ahead and get yourself a free week 
and uh, definitely check this out. But this individual that I'm talking about was a part of the jump off tournament. And, uh, you know, that was bought to you boys by Marks of Mikes. And I have to tell you this, man, it was definitely worth every minute, every second that I drove from Cleveland to go down to Columbus to see this person. But look, his catchphrase is here I am, but here he is. What's going on, Damian Chambers? JT, here we are. What's up, man? Man, nothing much. You know, as I usually say on this show, laying in the cut like a Band-Aid, trying to make sure that I'm cooling it at all times. But, oh, yeah. yeah, brother. So, definitely glad to have you, man, first and foremost. Definitely, we got to tell these people, what, where are you from? And, uh, you know, and what, where did you uh, grow up at? Uh, I am from Columbus, Ohio. So, uh, yeah, just where OWA is based out of. We, I grew up here in Columbus, Ohio, born and raised, never left, never planned to. That's always the, uh, the thing. Even if I do end up like leaving Columbus, Ohio, this is always going to be my home. So that's why I always say that, that, uh, I will never leave Columbus, Ohio. Born and raised, you know, got a thoroughbred right, right out of the soil base where the promotion is at. So I got to know, um, how was it like for you, you know, growing up inside Columbus? Because I'm originally from Florida. I just live in Cleveland. <laughs> well, I mean, you living in Cleveland, you get a little bit colder up there just because you get the lake effect. But, uh, you know, you it's Ohio, man. You could get any season, any day of the week. So, uh I mean, it's, it was cool living in Ohio. Honestly, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people crap on Ohio all the time, but I don't, I, I really love living here. I think that it's such a great place and it's, it's, it's building itself literally every day. It's, it's a beautiful place. You're 30 minutes from anywhere, uh, or you can go an hour out. You can be in the woods. You can go, in, it's, it's the heart of, it's a, it's the heart of the country. It's, it's exactly what it is first in flight all that but um yes sir definitely so growing up here in ohio uh so how about for you far as um coming up i mean obviously you are a professional wrestler but how did that come to be about was wrestling something that you got the chance to watch as a kid and you got hooked or how how were you introduced to it yeah so okay um I watched wrestling when I was a little kid, probably from the time I was six to probably about four. And then I fell out of it a little bit. Um, I got really busy with things like football, uh, wrestling, amateur wrestling, uh, rugby. Uh, played rugby for 15 years, man. Uh, rugby was my passion for the longest time. Wow. Rugby. Yeah. Yeah, rugby, uh, played in high school, played a little bit at the Ohio State University, played a little semi-pro, um, and then eventually, um, you know, I, I never actually quit playing rugby, so I, I don't even count out going back and playing rugby with some of my friends sometimes. Uh, what happened was, it was my brother's birthday, so my brother and I grew up watching wrestling. I fell out of it. He didn't. He stayed in it. Um, it was my brother's birthday and for a gift, I thought it would be pretty sweet to take him to a raw event. Um, so Raw was coming to Columbus and my cousin 
Juzeko, who has actually wrestles up in Michigan, was just about to start wrestling himself, uh, where he, he trained at House of Truth up in Michigan. So he's about to get started. I'm taking my brother to the WWE event Raw. And um, it was an event where Ronda Rousey showed up and The Undertaker showed up. Oh. So, yeah. So it was like one of those things where you got there and if you if you had fallen out of wrestling you fell right back into love with it because the undertaker just draws you in right so it, it it just hit me like right there right then and there is when i started to like just absolutely love it again um so drake Drazeko, uh he starts training and my brother is hounding me on this man he is absolutely hounding me on this he's like bro let's go do it it was our dream when we were little kids we just got to go try it and i was like man i'm getting too old for this to start a whole nother like aggressive sport and um and he just he eventually talked me into it he wanted to go to this one school that was a little bit closer to us and i said nah we gotta uh, let me let me just research this a little bit because if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. Did my research for Ohio schools. I found the school in Dayton, uh, and the rest is history from there. Okay, all right, all right. We we gonna get back to your training and uh, that raw. Uh, we gonna talk about that too. But you said that you you know you end up getting hooked on wrestling like around the age of six so do you remember like which wrestlers or which programming that that you was watching when you got uh uh hooked or you know was it a particular match that got you no i wouldn't say there was a particular match but it was definitely wwe i was definitely a wwe kid uh over WCW. I loved all the WCW guys and I loved when all the WCW guys left WCW and came over to WWE. Uh, guys like Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, um, watching Ric Flair in the WWE, Triple H, Stone Cold, The Rock. Oh my God, I could keep going, man. Obviously, the the, uh, uh, the aggression era, it just, it it was amazing. It was, it drew you in and, and everything was real. It was just the most real thing to me uh i i i can't like it it it, it makes me find words like words are hard to find to describe it really that's how much oh I love yeah it. oh i definitely know the feeling so what was this something that you know that you kept uh between yourself and your brother or did your friends know in school about it was it the cool thing to talk about Oh no, man! It definitely was not the cool thing to talk about. It's it's not something that I didn't. It's not something that I hid, but it was definitely something that everybody would look at me and they go, "Man, what are you talking about? Wrestling's not cool." And I'm like, "Bro, yes, it is. What are you talking about?" I loved, just loved it. It was hard to hide, and I wish like amateur wrestling is the one sport that I wish I never gave up on. Um, but watching wrestling is one of my biggest regrets as well. Hmm. So, you know, I could definitely understand, you know, especially when you're in high school, it's not the cool thing to talk about, you know, in high school, well, really for most guys, middle school, they start to smell themselves, you know, start to look at the ladies and, you know, and, you know, and start, start to, you know, get that puberty going and it's like hormones are raging. So, you know, the, 
<clears throat> excuse me, the last thing you want to say to a girl is like, hey, what you doing tonight? Oh, I ain't doing nothing. You want to come to my house like around 8 o'clock? Yeah, what's going on? You want to watch Monday Night Raw? It's like, that's not a date. And I don't think, and I don't think, I don't think that that would be a date. And, you know, she'll probably walk off like, you know, but so I, I can, I could definitely understand that. All right. So you played, um, not played, you, you actually did amateur wrestling. So talk, talk about that, man. Um, you, you did amateur wrestling. Was it just a middle uh, high school thing or did you do it in middle school as well? Uh, it was mainly in middle school. So I, I started in middle school. Um, and the first day I walk in, I walk in and I go, where's the ring? Cause you know, you walk in and you think that there's going to be a ring there. You think you're walking in and you're about to do, you're about to start training for some WWE style wrestling. Uh, and my coach goes, uh, that type of wrestling, you're in the wrong place. And I was like, oh, well, we'll give it a shot. Um, I, I, I fell in love with wrestling. Um, my uncle, what, from the time that he was five years old, till uh probably about 16 was a world and then in his last two years of high school he switched over to uh to wrestling and won state championships uh so immediately i fell in love with wrestling trying to do that and my coach knowing i came with the intent of doing some wwe stuff they started teaching some of the cool moves that you could translate from uh re uh professional wrestling to amateur wrestling and things like that so uh it was still a really cool experience um i wrestled from in seventh eighth and ninth my ninth grade year no i'm sorry i tried to go back in my 10th grade year the reason i didn't do it in my ninth grade year is because in my ninth grade year uh i was playing football and i got a really bad knee injury so i was out for pretty much the rest of the year and starting into my 10th grade year. Uh, so I wasn't able to play football my 10th grade year. And then I tried to play, I tried to wrestle that year and the knee just still wasn't there. Um, so I kind of, I gave up on it. And like I said, giving up on amateur wrestling is my biggest, one of my biggest sports regrets for sure. Okay. So you transitioned into rugby and, you know, rugby is a tough sport. I don't care. Nobody that that's tough. That's, yes, sir. That that's a tough one, um, you know. But then again, that 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 was basically us, you know, outside, you know, at the at the uh, baseball field next to my grandma's house, you know, basically, you yep. know, no pads, no nothing, running. Let's see, you know, basically. So, how? Because what's what's the biggest difference between rugby and football? Um, I mean, the very first thing that you're going to notice is that you have no pads on in rugby and <laughs> you will feel everything. <laughs> you're going to feel it, man. Uh, and i tell you what, they do not hit any less hard just because you don't have pads on. You're still getting hit very, very hard. Uh, one of my favorite stories is when I was playing at Ohio State, uh, we were playing Marshall and uh, oh, we got, we got him backed up. Yeah, a little bit. We got him backed up in their try zone and they kicked the ball away as an offensive move. The guy that was supposed to catch it 
kind of backed off because he had a guy bearing down on him. So I saw this happening. I come around the corner and I catch the ball instead. I dodge a couple people and then I decide I'll just run into the biggest guy on their team. Dude lifts me up as high as he possibly can and slams me down the hardest I've ever been slammed down in my life. Uh, so that one didn't feel good, but it's things like that, that it's, it's a whole nother world. Like football, you got the pads rugby. You don't and rugby. It's, it's just, it's, it's whole, it's its own world. And, you don't have football without rugby so I, that, that's i love rugby so much man man listen like i said i would love to to actually get out there and play some some rugby but like i said that that was us growing up we used to play throw them up bust them up which was you know our, our way of playing football we would literally throw the football up in the air whoever caught the ball we'll, we'll give them a little bit of time to you know <laughs> grab it and they, they had to basically break through everybody to, to the end zone. So that's what we used to play, throw them up, bust them up. But, man, I, I just imagine getting hit like that. And you you said he put you up in the air. So was that like a spine buster or, you know, when, when, he, when he dropped you? Or was it more, was it more like a uh, Samoan drop? <laughs> man, I, I wish I knew how to take back buffs back then, to be perfectly honest, because I probably would have saved a lot of my shoulders. Um, no, it was, it was kind of like me up. It, it should have been more like a spine buster, but I put my arm down and it actually dislocated my clavicle. So, uh, oh. yeah. And to, to this day, my clavicle is still dislocated. Um, but I'll tell you what, the very, I stayed in the game. I wasn't about to leave that game. The very next time I touched the ball. I scored my very first collegiate try, which is basically a touchdown in rugby since. Okay. All right. Well, at least some good news came out of it. I mean, you know, you scored, you got it. All right. So, you know, yeah. th this is going through the, through the college, college life. And, you know, you decide to go ahead and train to become a wrestler, you know, Ronda Rousey, Undertaker, big names for, you know, Monday Night Raw, hell, at at that point, that 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 would have definitely got my mind to say, you know what, I think I want to be a wrestler too. So, <laughs> which which school did you train at? Um. So, when, like I told you, my brother he wanted to go to this school closer to Columbus, um, but I wanted to do a little by four K. Uh, but it was it's Rockstar in Dayton, Ohio, which is now the Believe Academy. So I've been trained. I've been trained down in Dayton since day one. Um, so currently, I I still go to and I train at the Believe Academy. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So you get into training. You finally get the chance to do some real. Well, I'm not going to say real. You finally get to do professional wrestling training. You know, because you had had your mind basically shook in middle school, like there's no ring here. Now you finally get to some place that has a ring. So you're learning to run the ropes. You're learning to bump. Which one of those hurt worse? Man, I bumping definitely felt weird at first, but I also. I learned how to do it so naturally uh, running the ropes at, at like after you get the, the steps down, after you 
learn how to take a bump. It just, it, it just all came na more natural to me and it never really like, like hurt. If you do it right, it just doesn't, it doesn't hurt. Like the adrenaline just, it just kicks in and, and maybe it was just the adrenaline, just like, Oh my God, I'm here. I'm finally doing this. So like it, it didn't hurt, but like it would like bumping just feels different when, when you take a wrong bump, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shoot. I don't know. Took, took one and that definitely, um, <laughs> that definitely feel too good. But so you, of course, get the chance to, to train, you get into the groove of things. Uh, once you made this decision and you, you broke the news to, you know, your, your friends and family, what was their reaction? Okay, well, I'm actually training to become a wrestler. Was it, you know, all, all support or was it, you know, a little bit of hesitation? Um, family wise, there's definitely some hesitation. They were, they were all pretty, they were all pretty worried about it, but I told them, guys, I just spent 15 years of my life playing rugby and now you're going to get on me about, about doing wrestling again. And, uh, from my friend's perspective, they, they loved the idea. They, they were super supportive. I let. I have some of the best friends in the world and uh, still to this day, anytime I tell them just little stupid news about rugby, they're over the hill about it. So, oh, I'm sorry about wrestling. Uh, ever since the, I've started, they've just been super supportive. And ever since I started wrestling, I've made just amazing friends through wrestling as well. So I have a ton of support when it comes to professional wrestling. Yeah, support system is a must. You know, support is inside every field of life that you go through. I mean, even with a building, there's a support system. You know, you know, you you can't properly build a building unless you have the 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 foundational support to be able to hold it up. Especially if you're building anything that's you know more than a more than the story. But yeah, I mean, support is key. So it's always good to have you know people in your corner like that. So you know, of course you you get into wrestling and when when did you start to find your character like is your character more so you turned up or is it totally opposite from you all right so the funny story about my character my character is me um and it's definitely turned up i don't like i have come and found out that that's the only way that you can create a true character. Now, the way that I tell this is, I I needed to figure out how I could be me turned up. So I thought back to my rugby days, and what made me so good on the field is when I got pissed off. Anger is the one emotion that has always connected differently with me. I've always been a fighter. I've whether I did a little, little tiny bit of boxing training, a little tiny bit of Krav Maga training. I've little done a little bit of Taekwondo training, obviously a little bit of judo training with my uncle, uh, having done it for a while. Um, and it was always anger that connected me and got me to the next level wherever i was i wouldn't say that i'm an angry person by any means but 
when I think of what I need to do in the ring to be myself, I need to be aggressive. I need to be, I need to be angry. Um, but there are also, there are also going to be shades of me because I love to have a good time too. So I'm going to go, I'm going to try to go out there. I'm going to try to have a good time. I'm going to try to have fun and connect with the fans in that way. But when it comes right down to it, I just need to be aggressive. I definitely agree with that. You know, you know, your, your character being in the center of yourself is always, is always a plus because you're able to tap in it just a little bit more, you know, naturally and easier. So, you know, you turned up, you got that aggression going for rugby. So how was it like actually wrestling your first match? So my first match, yeah, so it was December 27, 2019, and I get to the Rockstar building, and I come through, and uh, I get asked, do you have your gear? And naturally, I go, what? <laughs> so uh, he, I get asked, do you have your gear? And I say, of course I have my gear. And he says, all right, you're on tonight. And I go, okay. Who am I wrestling? So I, I rest, end up wrestling. The dude that I'm wrestling is a mainstay at Rockstar. Uh, his name's Pompano Joe. And we didn't really get a time limit. Uh, they just said, go out there and have a match. So we ended up going 16 minutes. Uh, Pomp helped me out a lot through that match. And uh, yeah, that was my first match, a 16-minute match. Damn, you got... You, shit, you, you got main event time on your side of your first <laughs> match. You know, you, yeah. usually your first match, you know, anywhere five, seven minutes, maybe. But you got a whole main event. Like, you know, yeah, it, you, got, you got like the closing first hour of Raw. It was an interesting night. Uh, obviously, it was right after Christmas. Uh, a lot of the normal guys weren't there. So it was, it was it was me being in the right place at the right time. And for that, I got rewarded with a match where I could showcase what I had, which wasn't much at the time. And but I I definitely feel like I've I've progressed since my first match. So Well, yeah, naturally, naturally, naturally. So so who who are some names that you want to face from Ohio? Uh, from Ohio, the the number one name uh, is definitely going to be Ace Austin. Uh, he's one of my trainers. Um, the dude is an absolute genius in ring and outside the ring. Just the dude is amazing. Like I can't, I don't have enough good words to say about Ace Austin. He's he's an amazing dude. Uh, obviously, Trey Miguel is up in Toledo. Um, Trey's got a couple cool kids, Sam Beal, Jason Page, Eli Shelton, Kenny Urban. Uh, all those guys are from Ohio. Um, Zach Thomas from AIW is a dude from uh, Cleveland. Nice. I, I don't know if you know him, but yes, uh, yes. Zach Thomas is, is an awesome dude as well. Uh, I, I, I've, I've had the opportunity to wrestle 
Sam and Zach in a triple threat up in Michigan, and that was really cool. But getting to wrestle them in a singles match would be really cool, or just wrestling them more often. Um, uh, AIW trainees, uh, the Bitcoin boys. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mike, shout out Mike. to the Bitcoin boys. Yeah, so the Bitcoin boys, uh, Mikey and Eric, are two guys that I would really like to wrestle. Eric, I have wrestled in a one-on-one. I'd love to wrestle Mikey and a guy who I respect probably more than anybody else in this business. He's been around for forever. And I've had the opportunity to wrestle him in kind of like a training match where we were just kind of like doing a, a believe show aaron williams uh obviously if you know aaron williams he's a freaking genius uh there's he's one of the best dudes in wrestling there is um and i've got like i said i've gotten to wrestling it's just it's a match that i would love to have in front of a real crowd um the one match that the guy that I've had a wrestling match in front of a crowd with that I want to do it again so badly is Nate Wings. I don't know if you know Nate Wings, but he is amazing as well. Um, the time that I got to wrestle Nate Wings, it was probably my... It, it was in my single digits. It was a single digits match. I wasn't even at 10 matches yet. And I was coming off of a concussion, actually. And our match just didn't come across the way that I would like it to, even after, even though I was only a couple matches in. But I would, oh, I would like to do that match again with him, just so that I can, I can have that match again. Man, that was an impressive list. You know, shout out to, of course, uh, Zach Thomas, Bitcoin Boys, uh, everyone that was named, uh, Ace Austin another you know shout out them as well new x division champ you know champ champ two-time x division champ shout out to him man that 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 guy's a beast man he's a beast um mr non-stop puerto rick rube three shows in one day (laughs) you know he was he was on uh he was on impact wrestling uh plus he was on uh iwtv and he was on i believe but another another streaming no the same on IWTV as well but yeah yep. that that guy's a he, he's a workhorse so you know you named all the people in Ohio that you would like to face on the independent scene now I ask this question and you know I'm gonna give you three matches you the booker all right this is your card you're trying to get everybody out here big event you can choose anybody that you want whether that be you know, no matter what company they're in, whether they're legend, whether they're independent wrestlers, but book me three matches. Give me one. Give me one singles match. Give me one tag team, and give me give me one. Give me one women's match. Uh, okay, let's see. And I, I, I'm not in these matches, right? <laughs> Nope, nope. You're okay. not. You're not in this match. Uh, the the next question we'll, we'll talk about you. All right, gotcha. 
All right. If I am going to book this show as far as tag team, I got to see MSK versus the Hardy, uh, the Hardy boys. Uh, I just think that that would just be amazing. Um, singles match. Man, so many great ones that I could think of. Gosh, I would like, I would love to see Eddie Guerrero li literally wrestle anybody again, but I would love to see, I would love to see Eddie Guerrero work with Seth Rollins. Um, I love Eddie Guerrero. I love Seth Rollins. Jeez, I wish I could put a if I put if I could put a triple threat in there, I would put AJ Styles in that match too. To be perfectly honest, whoa! So AJ, Eddie, and AJ Styles, you got my money. Okay, women's match. Let's hear it. Women's match. Oh boy, jeez. Um, I would love to see Kylie Ray come back, and I would love to see her in a match with Asuka. I think that that would be a dope match. That's dope. That's a dope card. I mean, that's that's just three matches. We, we ain't go down, you know, the whole... Because everybody know at the indie show, you usually going to get up to six matches at minimum. Yeah. Minimum six matches. All right. That's nice. That's nice. All right. So now the question moves on to you. If you can wrestle... Any three wrestlers inside of a tr uh, inside of a fatal four way, so you're in the match. Who would you be going up against? AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, probably Alex Shelley. To be perfectly honest, I love Alex Shelley. Okay, that's a nice one. This is a nice fatal four way. All right, so we are we are drifting off wrestling. You know. We talked about a lot of wrestling, so let's let's dip into you know outside of wrestling. So, are you a gamer at all? Um, not as much anymore. Um, I used to be big into gaming. Used to love Call of Duty. Uh, Modern Warfare Two is still one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, love the Batman trilogy. Uh, I'm a huge Batman fan. I don't know if you can see, but I'm wearing a Batman cutoff right now. Um, but yeah, not so much anymore. Uh, I just I I'm more of a gym junkie these days. <laughs> no, no, no. I got, it, I got it. I'm a huge Batman fan myself. You yeah. know, just thought, you know Michael Keaton to me will always be the best Batman. Um, okay. it's it's always going to be a tie for me when it comes between Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger yeah. as as a Joker. Uh, you know, and of course, you know, the, the show Gotham when Gotham was on Fox, bro, when I took, cause I, I found out about Gotham late, like Gotham was already in like two seasons. So, you know, at the time Gotham was coming on Hulu. So, you know, they just scrolled across Hulu, you know, well, of course it was coming on Fox, but you know, I had Hulu. So I scroll across Hulu and I see Gotham. I'm like, Oh shit, yo, I got to watch this. I had no idea how good that show was. Like that show, honestly, if they if they ever was to do a movie, I need I need the actor that played young Bruce Wayne as the future Batman. I mean, 
I, I know that I know we have um, gosh, I can't remember the guy's name from uh, Twilight. I always get Robert name. Pattinson. Robert, there it is. We have him inside the new Batman. Now yep. with that, a lot of people were kind of you know kind of shaky, a little washy on it. I mean because we dealt we dealt with some pretty bad Batmans, and it's kind of like you know we we haven't had a chance. Well, we really don't give the next guy a chance to you know to go ahead and try to put his stamp on. I mean Val Klimmer, mm, yeah, uh, <laughs> George Clooney, the worst, comes the, the worst comes Batman. <laughs> I'm glad I'm on the same page about that. The worst. I mean, hell, even even Arnold Schwarzenegger was was better as Mister Freeze than he was as Batman. <laughs> yeah. that 100%. one. And then you know, we deal with uh, Christian Bale, which is more of a, like a darker Batman, which I kind of yeah. liked it because you know, you know, this Batman had a deep, scary voice. <laughs> you know, and then and then you get to. Ben Affleck, which I mean, it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't like you know Michael Keaton. But I think we're always going to hold that standard of Michael Keaton because he was the first one, far as on on uh, you know movie screens that we seen growing up. Of course, you know those the the OG Adam West, but you know I don't know, man. I'm kind of crossing my fingers like i really hope this batman does good when robert pattinson was first announced that scared the crap out of me because we have dealt with terrible batmans in the past um but when they dropped that first trailer man i was so excited about it. oh that that scene at, at the closer to the end of the trailer uh, who are you and then he starts beating the guy down and just keeps punching him and punching him and punching him I am vengeance. Oh, I, that one, that one got me. Yeah, man. I'm, man, I'm crossing my fingers because you, you got some heavy hitters inside of this movie as well. Yeah. Got some Academy Award winners inside here. So I'm really hoping that this one takes it, you know, far as, because don't get me wrong, the, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight trilogy, I enjoy it. Yeah. I definitely enjoyed the Dark Knight trilogy, but man i really hope that they spin off a good one with this because i don't know i don't know what what they're gonna do with the dc universe with this you know you got a lot going on and then tomorrow justice league Snyder's edition his his drops tomorrow so you know a lot a lot of people are definitely like looking forward yeah so the justice league that dropped in theaters was freaking awful but i I'm so excited for tomorrow, man. I, I really loved Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, and I think that what he did in Batman versus Superman was amazing. And I think what you'll see, I'm hoping what you'll see tomorrow is the Batman that I love that Ben Affleck created. I, I, I really enjoyed Ben Affleck as Batman. And the thing, the thing is about it is Justice League was horrible like um i didn't go see it in theaters i didn't but i did buy it on amazon prime <laughs> like i actually bought it and yeah. after i bought it and i watched it i was like damn like amazon don't got a return policy <laughs> it's like i'm kind of <laughs> stuck with this shit 
It's like, I can't believe I actually bought it, but I, you know, I'm definitely crossing my fingers for that one. Okay. So, you know, Batman, definitely huge fan of him. All right. So let's move on from there. Okay. So far as, um, during the pandemic, of course, a lot of, well, the pandemic is still going on during lockdown. I should say, uh, when everyone was on lockdown last year around this time, um, what were some of the TV shows and movies that you binge watched? Ooh. What was I watching back a year ago? Um, I honestly, I watched a lot of Batman stuff. Uh, I, I stay watching Batman stuff, uh, whether it was Gotham or whether it was uh, Batman movies, uh, I, I stayed watching I, I also really love The Office. I love Parks and Rec, so I'm sure I was throwing that in there. Um, but yeah, man, I during the pandemic, or I'm sorry, during lockdown, as, as we're putting it, that's when I really, really, like, like, doubled down on my fitness more than anything else. So I, I was lucky I had a home gym already. So I just, I just doubled down on it. I would go out for walks and stay away from people. I would run and just do all of that. So like the lockdown really helped me get from not as in shape to, um, I would say I'm fairly in shape now. I still got a ways to go, but yeah, a, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the shows that I was probably watching parks and rec, the office, Batman stuff, superhero stuff in general. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely, I mean, I didn't do the hitting the gym part, but I've definitely been watching a lot of, you know, DC superhero stuff. I mean, I'm real big on, um, I'm real big on The Flash, which is kind of quirky, but I like it. Uh, yeah. I like, I like The Flash on the CW. Uh, I definitely been watched all the Supergirl. Uh, I binge watched Black Lightning. I also uh, I binge watched uh, Batgirl the first season, which was okay. I'm not Batgirl, Batwoman. Please don't, please don't shoot me, DC fans. <laughs> I mean, I did not mean to say that, but it's kind of hard to to you know keep the name right if you're switching Batwoman already, and it's already the first season, and here we are in the second season. We got a brand new. Batwoman, they kill off Kate Kane, so you don't know what the Kate Kane is that, but you know, yeah, I binge watched. Um, let's see what else did I binge watch? Of course, I binged, I definitely did. Uh, the Avengers, you know, yep, yeah, I watched every single, every single uh, one of those, and I want to say that I binge watched a lot of Snowfall outside of uh, superhero stuff and Titans. Titans, yes. I just I just started watching Titans. Yo, what you think? Bro, I love Titans. It's it's different, like, but it, it's good. Like I, I love uh I love Dick Grayson. I love his character in Titans. Um and he he just puts it together for me. I I uh I'm almost to the end of the first season right now, so don't spoil anything for me. But I won't spoil nothing, but man. Jason Todd, that's all I'm going to say. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. 
That's all I can say, man. But if they're, they're filming the third season right now, and it, they're saying that it should be, you know, out, I want to say by, I want to say the, the end of this year, probably be like the fall, fall, or the fall schedule or winter schedule. We'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm big on those. And one more show that I, I, I did binge watch that I absolutely love. And I think everyone should definitely check out. You have to definitely check out Black Mirror. If you like horror shit, Black Mirror on Netflix. I love Black Mirror. I, I It's been a minute since I've watched it, but I, I was watching it when it first dropped on Netflix. And I, I think I'm caught up. I don't think they've added anything within the last year. So I love me some Black Mirror. Okay. All right. All right. So you, you mentioned you have a home gym. So what, what gets you in the mood, you know, the, what's on your playlist, uh, the genres, some, some of your artists, man, I, I jump around for real. Um, I, my, uh, one of the songs that gets me really pumped up is you want to battle. Here's a war by bullet for my Valentine, which is why I use it as entrance music in most places that I go to. Um, I really, I'm really big into NF right now. Uh, NF is somebody that I, I really like. Um, you got some Ric Flair drip gets me in it a little bit too. I love listening listening to that song. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all over the place when it comes to to lifting music for real, bro. Like, I I just I'll just sit there and I'll just vibe to pretty much anything and I'll just be able to lift. Okay. All right. All right. Definitely feel that, man. You know, music is definitely a big inspiration. I mean, where was wrestling before without interest music? Because I feel right. like the, the interest music kind of gets you hyped up to see the person that's coming out. So, you know, definitely, you know, man, music is definitely a part of everyday life. So we mentioned some of the shows that you binge watched and streamed. We also talked about, you know, some dream matches that you would book. A fatal four-way, which you would love to have, uh, which I included AJ, Seth, and Alex Shelley. You talked about also, you know, playing playing rugby, you know, for for 15 years. And rugby is still on the table for you, which is always good. And we, we also talked about how you fell in love with this thing that we call wrestling. So the last question right now is i need you to name me one food that you cannot live without gotta have it you know at least at least four times a month oh man and you you're asking me this at the worst possible time because right now I'm, I'm cutting back on my carbs for a little bit uh tacos I love tacos, man. Just like, just like any version of tacos. Tacos are the best. Tacos and pizza, like, but tacos. I think tacos take it. All right. So when you say tacos, uh, we talking soft, soft shell, hard shell, or are we talking Chipotle? Are we talking Taco Bell? Uh, we're talking homemade soft shell. Yes. But don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I do love me some Taco Bell. I do love me some Chipotle, and I'll even I'll even mess around with the hard tacos. But homemade soft tacos—they just hit different. 
They do, man. I mean, I used to be in love with Taco Bell until they started taking everything off the fucking menu. Like <laughs> everything. They they took away the Mexican pizza. They took away the they took away the, the original gordita, which really gave them popularity and fame with, with the with the Taco Bell dog. Uh they they changed the formula of the Chalupa. Um they also took away majority of the items on the dollar menu. And most of the items on that dollar menu not even a dollar anymore. It took right. away took away the breakfast. You you gave us breakfast for a solid year and you took it away. And I am one of the people that actually enjoyed Taco Bell's breakfast. I actually yes. like Taco Bell's breakfast. And y'all just sprung up and said, you know what? All right, you know, hey, I don't give a fuck about JT. Let's take <laughs> away the breakfast too. So you took away the breakfast. Uh, you took away the Mexican pizza. You also took away the gordita, and you also took away the caramel alpinata. Uh, you took that away, which I'm really mad about. But you know what? Do you know what Taco Bell left us? You know what they left us? Those nasty ass cinnamon twists that everyone throws away majority of the time. Man, you got that. Like I, I, I do not fuck with the cinnamon twist. And the thing that I miss. They, they just got rid of the shredded chicken, too. At least the Taco Bells that I've been going to, they just got rid of the shredded chicken, which I always put on my Crunchwrap Supreme. And talking about the Crunchwrap Supreme, they got rid of the Baja sauce a couple years ago, and that really ticked me off. You, oh, my my heart broke about the Baja sauce. Uh, my heart also broke when, when, when they took away the... They, they took away... Oh, the Doritos Locos Taco. The only one, the only one that you can yeah. get is the nacho cheese. It's like I was enjoying the fiery no. in the Cool Ranch. It's like Taco Bell, the Cool get Ranch man. shit. Yeah, Taco <laughs> Bell, get y'all shit together, man. You took away. I mean, you you took away the Frito burrito. What's wrong with y'all? I'm sorry, I get emotional. No, um, I, I I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. But you know. Never, nevertheless, man. Uh, we the one food that you gotta have. Now, what's the one food that you just, if you see it, it ends your appetite. I don't even want to eat. What's the one food you just cannot see? You just like. All right, so this is gonna be really weird, but keep in mind that I love food, and most food I will eat. The one food that I have tried several times and I just can't do it is chicken hearts. Can't do, I can't do hearts. Like it's it just like whenever I go to, if I ever go to Rodizio, the all you can eat uh, buffet place, like they always offer the, the hearts and it's just like, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> oh my God. See, I've never had chicken heart, but I've had cow tongue. Um, I've had gator tail. Like I've, I've I've had some weird shit to some people. Uh, chicken heart I haven't tried, but I put on. I mean, I'll I'll try anything once. You know what I mean? At least one time. But See, look, we my, talked about a lot, man. But what what about go go ahead? What what you about to say? I was gonna say my motto is I'll try anything twice. Uh, and if I still don't like it after two times, then it's it's just not for me. Okay. Duly noted, duly noted. Well, we talked about a lot on this show today. Look, we got to learn more about Damian Chambers. And you're getting ready to, to learn some more about him right now. Tell the people where they can follow you. 
Uh, well, you can follow me on Instagram at the Real Damian Chambers. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Damn Chambers, uh, and then Facebook. I have uh, just look me up, Damian Chambers. Uh, you can those are all the places that you can follow me, man. And also plug your merch store. Uh, pro wrestling tees. I got a. Pro, I have a pro wrestling tees. It's got a couple couple shirts on it right now. Um, but yeah, that's uh, pro wrestling tees. And. One more thing. Um, do, do you have any upcoming matches coming up in April? Uh, in April? Yeah. So I'll be back at OWA. Um, and then the week before, I'll be at War Wrestling, uh, which happens in Lima, Ohio. Uh, and then I got a couple other things working right now. I'm not going to mention them, but they're in the works. So I'm hoping that they come to fruition and we shall see. Man, man, that definitely sounds like the game plan. Can't wait to see you back at OWA to get you inside the finals of this jump ball tournament. Uh, you know, this fatal four way cannot wait. So yeah, I'm, I'm should, super excited for this, man. I am too. I was definitely excited. We definitely going to be live in effect front of center myself, of course, L. Cheech, uh, Prodigy, and, and maybe we can get the Juice Man to come out. We'll see. But before we get out of here, of course, like on every single show, we have to remind y'all of two things. Number one, listen, 2020 was rough. There was a lot of negativity out there. And listen, too much negativity can have you unbalanced mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually do me a favor spread more positive vibes it takes very little to build someone up than it does to tear them down think about the logic in that message you could be something simple as telling someone positive about themselves or you know someone telling some someone telling you something positive about you you never know how this may go or you can go to our merch store at whatamover.net and get the Positive Vibes t-shirt. You ain't got to buy for yourself. Buy for someone who may be going through a rough time. They'll, that way they can look down at that t-shirt, that hoodie, that tank top, that sweater, that baby onesie, what have you, and get that message of Positive Vibes. Or you can get it for yourself. Or you can get it for yourself. But also, we have to also keep in mind, listen... I know we got vaccines and everything, but guess what? COVID is still here. It ain't gone nowhere. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh -uh, uh -uh. All right, it is still here. I don't know when it's going away, but in order to beat this and combat COVID, the first step in beating COVID is simple. It is great hygiene. You gotta keep good hygiene. So in order for you to battle this and defeat it, knock on wood i haven't contracted it myself but we gonna need y'all to do this okay wash your hands and wash your ass use soap and you want to make sure that you're doing this from face to ass and not ass to face okay wash your hands wash your ass use soap and make sure that you're doing this from face to ass and not ass to face. And on that note, we are out. We love y'all. Peace.
Breakdown, thoughts telling me I'm lost, getting too loud Had to see a therapist and I found out Something funny's going on up in my house Yeah, started thinking maybe I should move out You know, pack my car, take a new route Clean up my yard, get the noose out Hang up my heart, let it air out I've been searching, what does that mean, Nate? I've been learning, grabbing my keepsakes, leaving my burdens Well, I brought a few with me, I'm not perfect Looking at the view like, this concerns me Picking up the cues, right? I'm quite nervous Hating when I lose sight, life gets blurry And things might hurt me, it's probably gonna be a long journey but it's worth it though cold world out there kids grab your coat spend a minute i know now i'm back to wrong looking for the antidote to crack the code pretty vivid i admit it i'm in classic mode the only pity given to me but i can't condone talking down to me i'ma have to crack your nose for cracking jokes i'm looking for the map to hope you see me been making a whole lot of changes wrote a song about that you should play it i get scared when i walk on these stages i look at the crowd and see so many faces yeah that's when i start to get anxious that's when my thoughts can be dangerous that's when i put on my my makeup and drown in self-hatred, forget what I'm saying and Where the beat go? Oh, ain't that something? Drums came in, you ain't see that coming Hands on my head, can't tell me nothing Got a taste of the fame, it'll pull my stomach Throw back up like I don't want it Wipe my face, clean up my vomit OCD, tryna push my buttons I said don't touch it, now y'all done it I can be critical, never typical Intricate with every syllable, I'm a criminal Intimate but never political, pretty visual Even if you hate it, I'll make you feel like you're in it though you Leave it deep and thought I can never swim in the kiddie pool Waited, I've been thinking